Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney, also the CEO of Canafil. Kimberly Rose, welcome to the show today. Hello, everyone. Uh, nice to have you again. Thank you. Folks, we really do a really good job with Kim and I because we're both very passionate about delivering this information to you guys. Yes, we are. And I think on a weekly basis, we really find it kind of a relief for us on our busy weeks to be able to come here and share this information with you on a weekly basis. Yes. Yeah, so we're grateful that you're listening. Yeah, and we're getting a special treat today. We do have a special guest today. His name is Adam Fernandez. Interesting thing about Adam. First, Adam has practiced a food-based health and wellness program for the last eight years. And the interesting thing is that the conversations would show up often when we were at events with family and it was amazing how everyone would gather around Adam all the time and just really, really dial into what he was saying. And it was because other people in the group were, had already experienced some of his suggestions and directions. And so everybody just started becoming very aware that Adam, who is with us today, has this very unique skill about food-based food based health and wellness. So let's start with introducing Adam Fernandez and a little bit more about Adam. Adam also is a family member. And not only that, he is a practicing officer of the Scottsdale Police Department. Yes. All right. So now we've got who Adam is. Adam, welcome to the show today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Good afternoon. Glad to have you, and I'm pretty sure our uh, listening audience will appreciate all that you have to share today, and we chose today to do this show because it follows our shows that we've had on uh, keeping your your um, homeostasis in balance, and this ties a lot to that, but I think the first thing I would love to have our listening audience here is, Adam, where'd the inspiration come from? for you to run down this path? The inspiration is actually quite similar, almost identical to your field, the CBD field, yeah. where there's three ways you can come about it. One is where you say, I've had enough, I'm gonna take my health into my own hands. And you have your own awakening just out of nowhere. I wanna try this and see how it works for me. The third co most common one would be you go to your doctor and your doctor says, hey, you need to take a turn for the better. Your health is kind of sliding a little bit. That's the other way. The third way, the kind of the final way, is where you go to the doctor and you get some not so great news about your health, like very, very bad news about your health, either on a blood test level, a genetic level, or a family history level when you find this stuff out. So in 2011, 
my way came about it, um, unfortunately for the third one, when my wife discovered that she had what's called the BRCA1 gene mutation. Yeah. So yeah. the BRCA1 gene mutation, if your listeners aren't familiar with it, is the breast tissue, basically the gene, that everybody has the BRCA1 gene. Unfortunately for my wife and the people on her father's side of the family, they have the mutation. Now, polymorphisms aren't bad. There's polymorphisms in your genetic coding all the time or in your DNA-based pairs. Unfortunately, this one elevates your risk for breast cancer. Okay. Um, and for men, pancreatic cancer as well, breast cancer for women, ovarian, uterine cancer. So that's kind of how we had our awakening. Uh, before that, like, we were like everybody else. Uh, let's go eat Taco Bell today. Right, right. Or let's go to the store and find some prepackaged meals that we can cook in the microwave or the oven. So we were always physically fit in the sense that we exercised, we got out, mm -hmm. we got sun all the time. We constantly went on walks, we constantly did physical activities. However, in one of those three ways, when you find that out or you decide to come to that awakening, you realize how much food can help you on that journey. Just like your customers have realized that, um, I've heard you say in the past how CBD can help you with that. If you're on medications, you don't want to just get off them and go to CBD. You have your awakening, and then you can taper off your medications. Right. A process. Or a process, yeah. Yep. It's a process. Mm -hmm. And that was the same way with food that I, that I found out. Um, after coming to that awakening, we went home, we realized we needed to do a lot of changing. The first thing you do on that type of change is we tossed all of our cosmetics. Lip glosses, sunscreens, hair products. That's where we kind of started it. And then we immediately realized after we looked in our pantry and our fridge and our freezer, yeah. we had to apply that to food as well. So and that began our food-based wellness. All right. So, and I do recall you starting with... Uh, the stuff in your your your, your cosmetics and your your right. I remembered that very specifically, uh, but I first want to congratulate you that you have such a clear understanding of that awareness and you put it into those three groups because I can only think that the listener there's not a listener out there that's not aware that those three things are happening either to themselves, their family right. members, or their friends. So to, to sometimes bring that back into focus so you can consider whether it's important to you now, I thought was, A, the very first gift you just gave. Okay, so, and, and by the way, the sharing of that some 10 years ago mm -hmm. when you said, you know, look over your shampoos and your cosmetics, uh, look, listen, folks, that was an interesting task. It really was. Yes. It yeah. took a long time. Yeah. It didn't take long to throw everything away because yeah. <laughs> as, uh, as I'm genetically predisposed from my mother, I would just like to throw everything away anyway. So. Hey, now. <laughs> if it's older than a month past its expiration date, yeah. just toss it. So yeah. throwing everything away wasn't too extensive. And then I, I kind of missed a fourth one. A fourth one being advice from a friend, neighbor, family member, who then you push yourself into that. So those are the three main types of awakenings that I've found yeah. in all of my uh, experience and research, reading, um, very professional scientific-based articles, health and wellness articles. Okay. The fourth one's the hardest because it's tough usually to listen to advice from sure, a friend or a neighbor or a family member. 
but that's like I guess you could say three A, maybe not number four, but that would be three B yeah. is just listening to someone. Yep. Yeah. So so you 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 start your you start your your uh, journey out uh, with things that are in your bathroom, and then you move it to food based. Right. What was some of those early discoveries? Well, we started really monitoring the chemicals that were in all of our products. When it specifically, it was only specific to her BRCA1 gene. Okay. And genetic polymorphisms in general in women. So as we were looking up a lot of these chemicals or toxins or constituents, whatever word everybody wants to use, I, we just say chemicals. Everybody understands the word chemicals. Fair. A lot of those were actually in our food too. So we became very, very focused on the labels okay. for our cosmetic products, uh, lotions, like I said before, shampoos, hairsprays, lipsticks, anything. Um, so then we focused that on to the food as well because we're thinking if we're going to clean our skin and our lymphatic system, we should probably do that for our stomach, our intestines, mm -hmm. things like that, our heart, organs, yep. liver, the bloodstream. We were looking at those labels and noticed that some, not all, some of those chemicals were also in the food. So probably six months after we had the cosmetic awakening, we both had this food awakening. Okay. And we started out very simple. Very simple. So, and that's, and, and, the, and this should be easy for most of our listening audiences because there's not very many people in the U.S. that aren't extremely aware of the quality, the level of our, the quality level of our foods. Right. And that mass production and making a dollar is priority over health. Right. Okay. So you've got an audience. The people want to hear this now. So as you started running down through all those labels, what were some of the things that would stand out more than others that would be helpful to the listeners today? The preservatives okay. and the food, food colorings. Anytime you see a food coloring, um, but mostly the preservatives. So you can say natural flavoring, but what we come to find is that a lot of times natural flavoring can be anywhere from 10 to 400 different types of chemicals within that flavoring. As within our cosmetic industry where it says fragrance, that could be anywhere from, again, 10 to about 800 different chemicals just in that one word. And you're well-educated. I'll, I'll, I'll lead this off, but I, you, I want you to finish it for me. FDA has given both of those groups lots of room where they do not have to disclose. Correct. Both flavors and fragrances. Correct. What kind of trouble can that get everybody in? Uh, trouble how do you mean as a consumer oh health wise yeah so let's we can go deep into it where that basically does change your genetics okay your DNA your base pairs your DNA strands will never change that is your hardware your genetics are the kind of the software okay you can manipulate the software and that's where I get into a lot of epigenetics epigenetics research on my own okay that does change your genetics. That's part of the epigenetics. That's the negative side of it. When you add in all these preservatives, these chemicals, okay. where you see the first ingredient says bleached, enriched white flour. Yeah. I don't know anybody who would want to knowingly 
eat bleached, anything. enriched, anything. <laughs> but Good again, okay. I, my wife and I, like everybody else, we were just, hey, it's on the shelf. Right. It's good. It's in a safe package. Nothing's getting in there. So even if someone sneezed on it, we can still buy it and eat it. Yeah. We... Good point, by the way. Right. Yeah. We were thinking along those terms. All we were looking at, like everybody else when in 1977 and here in our country and 1983 in England, um, look at your food pyramid content. So uh-huh. what does it say as far mm-hmm. as carbs, fats, and proteins? That's all we looked at. Yeah. No one looked at that list underneath the nutrition label. So we got into that. So on just on a very deep level, it does change your genetics. This has been proven many, many, many times. I listen to podcasts from uh, biochemists who have one to several PhDs, and they study this for a living. This is literally what they do. There's a gentleman I listen to at a health and wellness center in Connecticut. I believe it's Connecticut. This is all he does. He's an integrative medicine doctor. And this is what he seriously talks about all the time of changing your DNA, where you have no history of diabetes, for example, in your family history. You get diabetes, and you are the first branch in that tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You automatically start changing your life, and you become the most organic human being on the world. Your child will be born with that genetic gene. On the flip side of that, what, I'm, what I found out is that when you do pay attention and you start to eat properly, you can either reverse or suppress that gene. So not paying attention to the label can have an effect on you. Okay. And if you decide to have kids, it can have an effect on them as well. In the sense that they can be born with it, not that they will have it or display it. Again, like I said, epigenetics has really come into light the last several years of how you can really almost cure yourself of everything or most of, mostly everything just by going back to good old Mother Nature and eating plenty of what Mother Nature gives you. Yeah. Not paying attention simply can manifest itself in something in the form of an upset stomach. You have commercial after commercial after commercial that says, is that food hurting you? Is that food upsetting you? And you see these, uh, these gentlemen and these ladies with extremely upset stomach looks on their face. Well, take this pill, yeah. take this tablet, take this little um, dissolvable pill, and then, then eat that. I equate that to... Oh, it, yeah. Yeah. So now you can eat this food that your body is telling you, I don't want it. And I equate that to, do you want to jam this nail into your arm? No. Well, take this painkiller. Now you can jam this nail into your arm. Right. Very good. And it's extremely frustrating to me knowing what I've known the last eight years. That I bet. We still kind of see that stuff. I mean, there's a, there's a commercial where this lady is supposed to be at a 2.15 meeting. It gets pushed back to 8.15 a.m. Drink this can of soda for your breakfast and you'll be just fine. Yeah. So um, They're, very simple, upset stomach, yeah. very deep. You're changing your genetic code. Yeah. There are two groups of listeners here, Adam. One group is, you know what, I want some of these skills so I can help myself. But the other group of listeners is the moms of the group going, I think the environment to change, because this is ridiculous. That little scenario you just talked about, there's not a parent on this planet that wouldn't go, OMG, that is happening, isn't it? So, thanks for sharing that. 
is there anything and let's let's stay relative to just the uh, just the, uh, the the flavoring ingredients anything that you have seen that stood out that you could share with this audience because then we're going to go to other ingredients seen as far as um, oh, so when you observed uh, under the group of flavorings right what things did you see on the label that you now know is something that should not be in your cabinet well anytime you see the words uh, preservative or um, I don't you fructose or sucralose. Yes, yeah. A lot of the stuff that you'll see on a sugar packet, the imitation sugar packets will also be in your food for flavorings. Yeah. MSGs or any type of manufactured glutamate. We can eat glutamate. It's in mushrooms. It's in chicken. It's in fish. Glutamate's a really good neurotransmitter for yeah, ser for serotonin. Okay. But when you have these manufactured chemicals, like monosodium glutamate, MSG, everybody knows it as MSG, mm -hmm. that's a flavoring, it's a neurotoxin. As soon as it hits your tongue, it helps release your hunger hormone called ghrelin, and it also goes straight to the brain telling you that whatever this MSG is in, you're automatically going to think it's delicious because it's in there, because MSG, monosodium glutamate, has been found to be a neurotoxin. It goes straight to the yep. brain, it's, I believe it's one of the few man-made flavorings that can break the blood-brain blood, blood barrier. Mm -hmm. uh, I may be wrong on that, but it comes pretty close because it immediately, it's, it's immediate. It yep. makes you think that this taquito I'm having or these noodles that I'm having are absolutely delicious. Right. But without that, they aren't in a sense that man just ate what Mother Nature provided. If it had a taste, great. If it didn't, great. Yeah. It's just what's going to help me live so I can keep the tribe healthy. Yeah. That's, you have a lot of, a lot, anything with the OSE, the sucralose, okay. uh, manufactured saccharides, which are carb, carbohydrates. They're in breast milk. Okay. Oligosaccharides are in breast milk. Those are, those are human biologically made carbs that we need when we feed when we're a kid. A lot of companies manufacture this because they can synthesize it. Uh, you have chemists now that can synthesize it. And if you look at the food label, it looks more like you would do something in your science class as, to po as opposed to you would do something in your mom's bakery. Yeah, right. So you get really technical terms on that food label when it's supposed to just say yeast, for example. Right. I think that's what I try and do now when I look at labels, um, obviously after talking to Adam for years I've been I was a shelf person that's what I did I it's on the shelf it's yeah. okay uh, in all forms medications everything so I try and pick things if I can't pronounce it um, I try not to buy that product and There's, to be fair you can't pronounce a lot of organic materials okay. that are food okay but fair it, with our technology and everybody has a phone in your hand you Go right, yeah. You go Terrific. right to Google Scholar, right to PubMed Central. Look what what that is, and it'll tell you. Yeah, this is Good legitimate food. This is a baker. This is a the scientific term for what mom's using in her bakery in 1960s. Yeah. We're just putting it on a food label. So it's and in in parentheses it a lot. It'll tell you. It'll have a very scientific name, and in parentheses it'll just say nutritional yeast. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like to give some instructions towards the end of this show, mm -hmm. but I have, I, I want to bring a dose of reality to this. 
So you did talk about preservatives, mm -hmm. and lots of foods have them. Mm -hmm. Kim, you have an experience with preservatives, didn't you? You were making Canafil pet treats. Yeah. Really quickly, how did that end up? Well, I mean, I don't want to say it was a major fail because I it still a have fail, right. a lot of a lot of people that follow my my ingredients for my my pet treats, um, but they were they were organic. They were one hundred percent organic. There was nothing. There were no preservatives in right. there. I sprayed some lemon juice on them to try and keep them longer. Um, but I couldn't bring them into the store because they would not last. Right. They were they had a, like a thirty day window, and yeah. that's all they that. So sold. a thirty day window, and so if you are a manufacturer of food, right. you know unless you're in live produce, you need time. Yeah, so you, you need it to sit on the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to bring that reality to the table that it's 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 rough. And how do you control something like this? If a food does not have what you want in it, you just stop buying it. Correct. And Adam, that is some of the value you bring to this show is because you give instructions and then people can then be well informed. Correct. Um, what other things uh, outside of, uh, outside of uh, flavorings? Uh, and I think uh, even sugar showed up uh, in some of your conversations. What other things showed up on these labels that you now know is counter to your health and wellness? The less bioavailable or the less healthy and often mostly synthetic vitamins. You'll see it on there. I'll say riboflavin, niacin, magnesium. Yeah. yeah. These are very easily man-made. Okay. As everything else is. They're also the less bioavailable, meaning that you're not just going to pee them out. You hear a lot of people, a lot of jokes say, well, you multivitamin you're taking is just very expensive pee. Most mo often that's true unless you look at a good product that's going to have more bioavailable vitamins in it. Okay. You want to make sure you're getting folate instead of it says folic acid, for example. Um, methylated forms of B vitamins, a good B complex. There's very good B complex in the hemp okay. powders in the CBD plant. Yeah. These are these are specific nutrients in your guys' plants that help the body, that help the plant grow, yeah. that also help the body. So the, the food industry mirrors the, the CBD, the cannabis industry pretty well with a lot of the heat and a lot of the regulations that the food industry took yeah. as far as being organic. Because as you said, as a food maker, I can have this label, or sorry, I can have this formula turn my loaves of bread into 100,000 Whereas four years ago, all I could produce was 5,000 yeah. of fresh bread. Right. That, again, won't last as long on the shelf. Right. And still have the same profit margin, but sell twice as much. Yeah. And then eventually expand the profit margin. And there's a show that I watched recently where it's very eloquently put. It was this, His bread came from Mom's Bakery. He got this new loaf of bread from that same bakery after it was taken over by a corporate. Yeah. And he immediately noticed the taste difference. And he called and asked why. Well, uh, we make it faster and cheaper now. Goodbye. Mm, yeah. So that's kind of a lot of what happened to the food. And again, it's a, it was a lot of hidden stuff. It was a lot of regulated stuff like the, the cannabis and CBD industry. These two industries mirror each other very well from what the benefits we've known for a long millennia. Yeah. 
tens of thousands of years that we've known about the benefits of these two types of groups. Yeah. And more scientifically, at least for the last 30. Um, there are studies, I think I've heard you mention that I've also found myself late 90s, mid 90s, we've known about the endocannabinoid system being our most powerful immune system. Right. Mm -hmm. Why were these studies buried? The federal government asked someone to do this for them. They did it for them. But the regulations and the stigmata. And the, the unwinding of yeah, what was wrong. The ease of use Ooh. of a pill. Yeah. The ease of use of a pill over really looking at your body as a whole and working hard to make it hard. Working hard to make you a better human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I always like to say. What's going to make me a better human? So in the food industry, we had this doctor's appointment where he said, yeah, you're not looking great. Just exercise more, change your food, get more sleep, try to walk more, get outdoors more, or I can give you this pill. The patient says, just give me the pill. So that's where the yeah. CBD industry and the food industry come together because everything got easier and everything got more mass produced. Yeah. So this mother nature way of doing it kind of went away. Or it didn't, it didn't go away. It was just far less abundant. I think people always knew, have always known the benefits of cannabis, especially in other countries, and the CBD oil, no matter if it's isolated or full spectrum, they've known this for decades. Yeah. So when I, I was excited to come on here because the two mirror each other, your customers, or what do you call them, clients, customers? Yeah. Yep, customers. Can mirror the two very well. The CBD can open up that toxin shell on their cells. The food that they choose wisely can send nutrients into those cells and help it come alive. Yeah. So well said. The two, well said. The two mirror each other very well. CBD is very, very well at cleaning the, the immune system and the cells out. What are you going to put in it now? Now that you've opened that gas tank, let's put some really good gas yeah. in there by being smart about the food that you buy. Yeah. And that's what we've been doing for eight years. We started off very basic just by let's cook more at home. That's an easy way to do it. And then as you get used to that, then start getting more advanced. You don't want to just go right into yeah. looking up everything on the scholar websites and go into this as deep as me and my wife are into it now. Yeah. You want to start off very simple by mostly cooking your own food. Whatever your favorite restaurant is, make that stuff at home. That was good. That was good. Now, here's how I'd like to be able to, because we're going to take a short break now. Okay. What I'd like to be able to do is kind of provide, provide a how-to for our listening audience when we come back. Okay. All right? So, sprinkle in some education, but more so, how might they start to take control of a journey like this? Either whether it's for themselves or whether if they want to kind of create this for their family. I think it has a lot of weight to it. Oh, yeah. So let's take a quick little break. And when we come back, let's have that conversation. All right. And then, Kim, with you being a mom, feel free to speak on behalf of the mothers in the world and make sure that the information we're giving actually can be translated in a household. Yeah. For some reason, that feels really important to me. I know when I sit around and I watch the family and friends listen in when Adam speaks, I can tell they're all taking it home, that they care about the people that are around them. Yes. It, it's, yeah, yes. yeah. 
it, it's a great time to do this because the world is shifting right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. And I think we say it on almost every podcast. These things are essential. Go back to plants. Go yeah. back to the outdoors. Yeah. Go back to exercise. Just take time for yourself. Yeah. It's really about taking the time. That's what it is. I think that's the biggest reason why people are, oh, absolutely. go to the easy. Yes. I'll take the pill. You mean I don't have to do all this other stuff? Right. Okay. <laughs> hey, and that, that's not going to work. Hey, it it might be a small Band-Aid, but yeah. it's not going to do the job. Hey, that nail in my hand doesn't hurt anymore. Right. It, it will. It will <laughs> as soon as that pill Sooner wears later, off. Right? <laughs> okay. All right. Let's take a break, and we will be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Tune in every Friday to get your weekend kickoff early. Join the legendary G. Keith Alexander for What's Hot Harlem America. The flagship show of the new Harlem America Digital Network has something for everyone. From the latest in entertainment to empowerment, health and wellness, and more, we'll bring you a variety of fresh viewpoints, voices, and ideas. What's Hot Harlem America with G. Keith Alexander can be heard every Friday at 1 p.m. in New York and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. All right. Welcome back, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I am here with Kim. Hello, everyone. And Adam, who is our guest today, who has a spectacular background and plant-based wellness. And he's extremely enthusiastic about it. <laughs> and in this section, uh, we are going to help him to deliver somewhat of a roadmap if you wanted to explore this journey on your own, either for you or for your family. Yeah. Adam, I'm pretty sure you have to look back a couple of years to when this journey started. But what were those big lessons that not only that you learned, but you're willing to share uh, with this group? The lessons as far as how I kind of improved myself? Yeah, so that they may start this journey on their own. 
right away, I immediately felt better in the sense of, what, like I was saying, everybody has this common factor of digestive issues, stomach issues, intestinal issues. To be kind of out, um, kind of bold, going to the bathroom issues. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, it goes all the way down to the, the very end. <laughs> so, the, yeah. So yeah. that right away it immediately got better. Okay. And when you say immediate, can I ask, is that days, hours, weeks? Immediate for me from what I've found. Yeah. Well, immediate for me would have been a couple of days. Okay. This Thanks. pill would help me in a couple of days. Well, hopefully this new food way will help me in a couple of days. Uh, immediate is, should be 21 days. There's a 21-day, usually, mostly from what I found is a biology biological cycle of what am I going to do to fix myself? If you do that for 21 days, that seems to be, I would say, I would say better than the average way of doing it. Now, again, everybody's different. Everybody's different ethnically, genetically, yep. biologically, age-wise, obviously, you know, man versus woman, that's different too. There's different hormones. Immediate might be for someone 10 days. It might be for someone 10 weeks. Okay. I, immediate to me is, I was, for me, it would be less than a year. I would hope for everybody it would be less than a year, less right. than six months. If you're doing it consistently, simply, you would want to say for at least probably six months, you could easily turn around. Very good. Very good. So listen to the audience, you know, you should feel some immediate effects within weeks. Especially. But a nice turnaround. Now, so, and I guess the reason why that question was kind of important is so that you kind of like are able to evaluate whether you're on track or not. Well, right. and I think one of the things also, I always talk about psychologically with all these things, if you start to change your way of thinking and your, and your process and how you are addressing your food, because it's so easy, just like anything else that you're used to doing, it's so easy to go back when you feel like, okay, mm, yeah. this is really, this is a lot. This is a lot. This is a lot for me. It is at first. It is. It, I it mean, is. we did like a two-week, um, what did we do, vegan diet thing. And we felt, we always felt better. Mm -hmm. We knew we had more energy. We knew we were feeling better. But we kept saying, wow, there, this, is, woof, this is a lot. This is a lot of cooking. This is a lot. So I think getting your brain for 21 days to commit, commit to, to, to something, then your chances of going back, I don't want to say to the bad side, but your chances of staying in this good area in this Mo momentum that you have going and you're feeling better it really gives you a good a good chance to actually make it a lifestyle yeah you've got to get out of the norm this guy norm that's been around for several decades is what's mm. holding people back a lot yeah well, that's the norm yeah yep. and it's easy norm norm's super easy mm -hmm. oh i can just make a box of this or i can just pick this up at right. the, that restaurant or whatever the norm is it's easier, and that's what's making it difficult. And that's perfect. Great. So, all right, everybody knows you have to put this routine in place. Let's go back and get some more specifics. Mm -hmm. And then they can, they can struggle with their own patterns. Yeah. There we go. Sure. Let's, let's keep going. Adam, what else? Uh, so, as I stated before, the, the first way of doing it is cooking more at home. Okay. That's pretty simple. If you're going to go get store-bought ingredients... 
and you're not going to be specific about the labels and you really love Taco Bell like we did and you really loved Wendy's like we did, there are thousands of websites that say how to make your tacos taste like Taco Bell. Yeah. How to make your hamburger taste like yeah, good point. Wendy's, right? Good point. You, the first step is to make that at home. Okay. So whether, if you're not going to look at the labels at the store and you are committed to at least cooking for yourself, that's a very good, simple, easy step. Okay. Make your own Taco Bell taco. Make your own Jack in the Box ultimate cheeseburger. And there's lots of variations of make right. your own, isn't there? Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. That's an easy way to do it. Okay. The second way we started doing it again, because you don't want to just chuck a bunch of food. Consciously, I, subconsciously, morally, I just can't do that. Just chuck a bunch of food. Mm. So you just kind of bear with it and you maybe donate what you can. Um, maybe eat eat less less of it it's kind of like uh, so the, yeah, narcotic this, yeah, you, wean serving, yeah, you wean off. yourself off of the mm-hmm. servings on a frozen pizza says you know it's eight servings yeah we'll eat two of those and then a couple of weeks later or longer maybe we'll eat one and then even more weeks after that we'll eat two because you can keep refreezing it right you cut it in half or keep it frozen because you don't want to refreeze anything that's really bad too start by substituting after, you do, after you've done that, you start by substituting. So the frozen pizzas, they are very good organic, very good mm-hmm. natural food-based frozen pizzas, for example. Mm-hmm. So you substitute that one thing. And then you look what else is in your, your cupboard or your pantry or your refrigerator. And then move into that. And then move into that. And then keep going. So those are the two really first easy steps if you're not going to pay too much attention to the labels okay. yet, because you don't want to get into that yet. I like that. Those you put, are I like that very yet. easy steps. Okay. Mm-hmm. The third way is if you're going to go out, the body is an extremely amazing biological machine. It can fight off a lot. Uh, we were in the army. We had a. Um, we would have a six pack of beer before we went to bed. Wake up, need a couple of Snickers, and we'd run twelve miles, carry each other for six of those miles, do a couple hundred push ups drag the 200-pound dummy, uh, and then walk to the range, do a couple hours of shooting at the range, all on no water, no food, on just that couple of Snickers or some licorice. Our favorite was licorice. Mm. Because the body is extremely well made to fight a lot of toxins off and use it, unfortunately, as energy. But then age hits, and you need to think, whoa, I'm not going to be able to drink a six-pack before I go to bed and wake up and eat a Snickers and do my workout at the gym. That's just not going to work out for me. So that's a change that you need to realize, hopefully in your younger audience, to start that now. So if you are going to go out to eat, and I put this in air quotes, try the healthier side of the menu. Yeah. We were Olive Garden freaks. Okay. And then right around that time, 2012, 2013, we started noticing that a lot of our favorite restaurants had the, at least this healthier side of the menu. And, and when a lot of restaurants were starting to be required to put their nutritional information on the website, this standard dinner plate was 2,000 milligrams of sodium by itself. Their healthier side of the menu, although it's not by any s- actual Mother Nature standards, because that's what we like to focus on here, what's Mother Nature's health, 
the healthier side of the menu is not really healthy, but it's healthier. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's what we, so do that. Okay. For Taco Bell has their fresca menu where it's mostly vegetables. And that leads you into the other part of it. We started eating more vegetables. You want to have 75% of your plate be vegetables, but that's pretty tough to have 75% of your vegetables. So if you, if you have a round plate, obviously that's really easy. You break yeah. it into pies mm-hmm. and 75% of that pie is veggies. So that's another easy way to do it. Yep. So those are the really super basic ways that you start off and then it just builds into that. Then you start looking up better places to eat. You start looking up better places to shop. Grocery stores now have huge organic sections. So you don't have to be, I get a lot of flack and say, oh, you have to go to Sprouts all the time, or you have to go to Trader Joe's, or you have to go to Whole Foods. No, we go to Target. Walmart's got a really great organic section. We go to um, Fry's. There's got a huge organic section. And then you just stick to that section more. It gets a little bit tough because you're changing, again, you're changing that norm, you're changing your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But then you start to go into more of that complete lifestyle. I mean, we're not complete, we're still humans. We still like to have fun. Mother Nature still wants you to have fun. You know, if you're at a birthday party and there's a cake from a store, okay, eat, to, eat a piece of the cake. Don't eat 10 pieces of the cake like I used to. Okay. Have a piece and be satisfied. So you, the next, that's the next step, is to be satisfied with your portions. Very and good. the sugary stuff. Yeah. So like we're getting our kid used to just half, he gets half of a, we have an organic brand of Oreos that we find. It's all plant-based, tastes exactly like an Oreo. But every ingredient in there, you can look up, is from the earth. Yeah, it's, it's a real ingredient. It's a real ingredient. And he, his the whole dessert that he's ecstatic about is half of an Oreo cookie. Remember when I were, m- me and Jake were kids, yes. it was 10 of those cookies. Yeah, either, that yeah. was our dessert. Yes, and I was also going to say, you're hearing from a child that would not eat a vegetable right. to save his life. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't talk him into a vegetable. And if it was green, really forget it. So for it, it is possible to change the way you eat and think. Right. And let's maybe share some techniques and tips here uh, in this very specific area because, <clears throat> excuse me, we were also uh, exposed to Adam's directions and we started uh, with the 75% uh, of, uh, of our plate being vegetables. And so here's what uh, the first obstacle we, o- we had to overcome. And the, f- the first one was actually terrific. Is, you know, we'd spend, I don't know, $150, $180, $200 a week at the grocery store mm-hmm. buying yeah. the box stuff. Yep. Well, we would we would fill the grocery cart up at uh, Sprouts or you know some place that had lots of vegetables, mm-hmm. and we'd be thirty two dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was a good side, but the second side was you had to consume this this uh, this this bunch of vegetables. Right. Timely. If you didn't, you were throwing things away. Well, this takes you back to our caveman instincts, to where you gathered your food. And you ate it right away because you had no idea when the saber-toothed tiger was going to come and get you yeah. or when the next tribe was going to come and get you. There was no storing it. There was, they went and picked out, they went to their proverbial market for that day. Yeah. They found what they were going to eat, whether it was crawling or growing out of the ground, and they prepared that and ate that within a couple of days because even early on, man understood that 
you can't let it sit there, it's going to go bad. And now we know is that if it's something that can sit in that shelf for years, who knows how many months or years, <laughs> yeah. that's probably not good. Right. So a technique here would be maybe to adjust so you don't get frustrated in the beginning like right. we did. Adjust your habit of when you go shopping. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything you want to share with that? Because you were in the middle of that experience too, Kimberly. Yes. Yeah, I, I actually prefer to go... Um, I mean, I like to bulk shop just because I have to buy an, an enormous amount of stuff. But that doesn't work for fruits and vegetables or any of your fresh pro pro produce. Um, so I do my produce shopping at least two week, two times a week. Right, that's And good. fruits and vegetables, there's always a f mm. giant fruit bowl in my house. Uh, uh, kids, eat the fruit. Don't because if not, they'll eat Oreo cookies. Right, yes. right. <laughs> we limit our, we do still, we have teenagers at home. I cannot deprive them of their carbohydrates. They, they, they yeah. but they do a good job of splitting the fruit is gone in the same amount of time that the chips are gone. Yeah. So okay. you can, as a parent, that's really all you can do is try and give them as much without, you can't take everything away from, especially a teenager who's growing like a weed, literally. And well, you can deprive them of processed carbohydrates. Yes. You know, starchy carbohydrates. Right. But you right. can't, yeah. Now, that, that, that just so, I, because one common thing about this, and we're talking about teenagers, we're talking about carving up, we're talking about vegetables. There's a lot of people in our audience that go, I, I, I can't just eat vegetables. Dude, I'm a big dude. I need, some, I need some stuff. I need some meat on my bones. Adam, can you tell me, if you're, if you're comfortable, your weight? Uh, 200. And your height? 6'3". Okay, and Adam's about, I don't know, 100 years old, but he looks like he's 20. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, if he's 100, I'm in trouble. <laughs> no, that's a good point. <laughs> so I, a, a lot of us are misled. Right. We believe that these right. calories need to come from one place or another, and, hey, that might have been taught to us. And that's whatever, the food whatever. pyramid problem yeah, we had. Yeah, right. That was the right. food pyramid where it said eat less, eat less meats, eat more grains. Yeah. If you think about this, uh, plant, uh, the grass that they eat, all it needs is nitrogen, water, and sunlight. And your plant can live in your backyard much longer than you. The leaves will fall off, but that sucker's coming right back. Yeah. Now think of all the nutrients that makes it this bright, vibrant color. That's how powerful and how strong that plant is. And you have this animal that comes along and eats it. And they get all of that into their system and they convert it and they become huge. They're full of muscle, yeah. full of healthy fat. That's more beneficial to us as humans. Uh, uh, there's, a there's a neurologist in England I listen to. She said it's astronomical, the simple change of man learning to create and manipulate fire. That's like us being able to live on Mars right now. Yeah. And we evolved because we ate meat, not be too, we didn't evolve to eat meat. So the fats in meat are far more beneficial. If you, if you were stuck in a cave for a year, this has been undisputed. You can go without one carb for the entire year. 
and I don't mean one. I mean not one. Not not a single. Not one single yeah. carb. I, I also believe that too. So yeah. there's a there's an, another easy way that we can go into of this food based. Look on the look on your vitamins and minerals bottle. Look on the back of that bottle. You'll see vitamin A, vitamin K for blood clotting. Vitamin E, vitamin D, your B complex, mm -hmm. potassium, um, niacin, niacinamide. Look that. Look at that label, and then just do a basic Google search: foods that contain this, foods that contain this, foods that contain that, and then go eat those foods. Ah, that's that's another way that I found that just hit me because I was taking my multivitamins one day several years ago, and I looked at the back of the bottle, and I'm thinking. Why don't I just go out and buy the foods that have this? And there's a lot of foods that have every single one of those, yeah. plus some, plus amino acids, plus fatty acids. Right. And then at the bottom of your B vitamins, it'll also say, also, there's an amino acids that we've added into here. Well, what foods have that? And then go eat that. Yeah. So yeah. then you're either going to spend $30 on that bottle of vitamins and minerals, or as you said, you can spend $30 on the food. Yeah. And I, I, I have to give Adam credit here that he's not telling you which foods to buy. And here is the human behavior that I believe he understands. If you do not read the label, if you do not go through the steps, you will not go on this journey. Right. Yeah. Right, because it's, it's really about the knowledge. It is. And once, once that part of your brain is kicked in, and then you, you'll automatically go to those places or those yeah. products that have what your body needs. Now, yeah, you could take that pill. You could take that vitamin. Uh, but it, your body does not like it as much as if you fed yourself with those foods that those vitamins have. Yeah. You're going to get more attached to the product to the to the either it's lettuce either right. it's a carrot whatever it is you're more attached to that than you are this vitamin that you just pop in your mouth and walk out right and we've taught this to our audience just show over show and we, we refer to the entourage effects when we talk about the, the the cannabis plant or the hemp plant right my guess is the entourage effect when it comes to any phyto material that we're putting into our body is super more important than those items were separated right yeah and it's all the there are certain foods that have adaptogens in them which basically help our body's um, response to stress it could be anything relationship work friends family job or sorry work and job your home life the CBD with the micronutrients, and micronutrients are vitamins A, B, C, D, mm -hmm. vitamin K, potassium, macros, carbs, fats, and proteins. The micronutrients in food can have sort of an adaptogenic effect in that they help your cells be happier. If your cells are happier on the tiniest, tiniest level, as with the CBD, then you will be happier. Mm -hmm. So the, the micronutrients in both of these, because... Um, Hemp plants are very high in, a B, in the B complex. They are a very good source of a B complex, the hemp plant proteins. We've known this for a long time. Unfortunately, it gets swept under the rug until right. someone, until many someones, like we have now, like you. Yeah. You are part of the many, many someones who are lifting that rug and taking that research out of there and showing people like, hey, right. this is what it's for. 
The same now with food, with a lot of the, the experts that I listen to and that I use on myself, that these can be adaptogenic and that, again, they make your body happier, which will make you happier. For me, it was, I was ha- having, um, what's, it, what's it called? Heartburn. Mm-hmm. Four or five times a day, at least. Sometimes fifths in the dozens of times a day. I get it once every couple of months. Yeah. No? I mean, it's still there because of all the damage. Mm-hmm. But I went from a minimum of five times a day to maybe five times a year. Yeah. That's, that's for me, is enough to say, hey, for me personally, I should be able to share my message because of that. And it's wonderful you extend your life, but that is that is such a small compared part compared to just having a full, robust life mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. I'm trying to live to be 120, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah? So you have that already in mind? 120 years old. Yep. Right. You can reverse your age biologically, not chronologically, obviously. Yeah. You can't reverse time unless <laughs> we figure that out somehow. But right. biologically, you can make yourself younger. Yeah. When they did an autopsy on what's his face that owned Apple? Steve Jobs? Yeah. I believe he was in his 60s. When he died, his brain was that of a 30-year-old. Because he, the steps he took to make his biology younger. Beautiful. When Beautiful. Martin Luther King died, they thought he was 40 years older than he was because of the stress. Okay. So you can extend your age or you can decrease your age biologically, not chronologically, but biologically can. And then in turn, make it longer chronologically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 120. Whoo. I'll get okay. there. Oh, that's my goal. <laughs> Okay. Is there anything else, Adam? Because we've talked about cooking, choosing, uh, uh, being satisfied, and some knowledge. Is there anything in closing that will help this audience consider going down this journey? It's your attitude, and we can Ah, go into this a whole lot. Your attitude is don't be married to the food flavor. Lose your emotions and think, what's going to make me a better human? I hate olives, but I eat them all the time now. Because that statement Mm -hmm. and I love that statement I heard that statement from you early on now uh, we have to wrap this section Uh, if you send anything any questions info at canafil.com we will direct them straight to Adam for you please feel free to ask as many questions as you would like including on our social media we would love to continue this conversation on social media we'd love to stay here in the station but we cannot (laughs) we have to hand this mic over to somebody else so that today is a wrap, I want to thank Adam for taking his time today to share this wonderful information with uh, both us and the audience. Yes. Kimberly, nice. thank you again for your co-hosting skills. You're wonderful. Well, thank you, sir. All right. Until our next show, everybody be well. And here is information that will help you be uh, you're, you're a food-based wellness expert. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's bye cool. now. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.